If you're in a mentor position or you're in a leadership position, investing in other people's professional and overall personal growth is so huge. And it's not only for themselves, but for the companies that they're in and for their future selves. A small preview to set the stage for episode five of BSAE Connections, an original podcast series focused on the interconnectivity of Virginia's association community, produced by the Virginia Society of Association Executives. I'm your host, Colby Horton, and I'm here with my colleague and co-host, Frank Humata. Hi, Frank. Hey, Colby. You know, mentorship and networking are a big part of our discussion today. As we chat about the importance of young and emerging professionals within VSAE and the association community as a whole. Whether we know it or not, each of us are integral in guiding and teaching these young professionals about how to be the future leaders of this great community. Sharing stories of our own struggles, our successes, our journeys, and our passions. That's right, Colby. And today we're joined by the co-chairs of VSAE's Early Career Professionals Task Force. Lucy Fireball is the Communications and Membership Specialist for the Association of Consulting Foresters, which is a national organization headquartered in Williamsburg, Virginia. She's responsible for the overall communications of ACF, including developing social media and website content, newsletters, and other various publications. She also handles all membership-related inquiries and assists landowners who reach out seeking a professional ACF consulting forester in their area. Leah Rollins is the Membership and Workforce Initiatives Manager at Leading Age Virginia, the Association for Not-for-Profit Aging Service Organizations serving residents and providers across the senior care continuum. She is responsible for the Association's membership and sponsorship recruitment and services function, including website database management and coordinates the Association's workforce initiatives. Frank, I love this topic and I can't wait to get started with the conversation. So let's connect with Lucy and Leah. Welcome to the podcast, Lucy and Leah. Glad to be here. Glad to have y'all. And, and to kick things off, uh, let's talk about your involvement in VSAE's Career Professionals Group. Tell us uh, about the group and how you got involved. So from my understanding, there's always been this tiny, tiny flame within VSAE to get this early career professionals group started. And um, it really wasn't until last year where there was a task force put together that Lee and I ended up on. And there was enough interest to really get a concrete and bigger group started. And so that's kind of where we fall in line and fell in line and um, kind of where we are now, I guess. For me, how I got involved with this task force is I... I sent an email over to VSAE asking if there was anything for young professionals because I was new to the association world and just kind of needed somewhere to land with people like me. So I reached out. They said that there wasn't anything currently, but that since there was interest that we could start something. And that's, again, how we ended up blossoming into this. The task force is the Early Careers Task Force, and it is for people that are either young professionals or emerging leaders within the association space so that they have common ground and a place to network amongst other early professionals. And what would you say the number one benefit of being a part of this group is? Gosh, I think the networking and just connecting with people who are in a similar career stage as you is so beneficial. You can share ideas bent to each other really. <laughs> it's such like a, a safe space for everyone to just be around others who are similar to them. And it can be so intimidating walking into a room full of executives and 
knowing that there's a group within the SAE who everyone's in a similar stage of career and are with themselves and are interested in the same things. It's, it's a good feeling and welcoming feeling. Yeah, for me, I would definitely second that. The community of it is just amazing to know that you're not alone um, when you have questions, when you're unsure of how to go about the next steps for something, being able to talk to someone when you have questions about, okay, how do I network to what's the next step after I've met someone new? How do I keep that relationship going? And having someone that you can just kind of talk to that understands that's been there maybe before, or you can be that peer mentor to someone else. It's a good feeling. That's great. I think we're going to really get into the idea of networking and mentorship as we go along this episode of the podcast. But I want to talk a little bit on the leadership side. I believe most people, as they travel through their career journey, they aspire to be some type of leader within an organization, whether it's high-end executive director or a manager leading a team. So I have a two-part question for both of you. What's your overall leadership style? And two, what type of leader do you strive to be? Lucy, I'll start with you. So I am generally a very creative and visual person as well as positive. And I don't know if I have a specific, you know, leadership definition style that I have. I'm in a point in my life where I'm still trying to figure that out. VSA has done an amazing job of helping me kind of navigate that route. But I am such a positive person, and it's funny because my executive director the other day was like, why do you have to be so positive all the time? She just wants okay. to vent about something. And I really think encouraging positivity and getting other people get that passion growing within themselves. And I, th I think that's extremely beneficial, not for themselves personally, but for the company as well, and can really, I mean, I just think it could be um, overall just beneficial. Um, I desire to lead with empathy. Um, I feel like, again, like Lucy, I don't yet know what my leadership style will be, but I know that I want to lead with empathy. For me, a big part of my leadership journey is I know that when I hit my end goal, I want to bring in other minorities into the field and kind of open up that door to, hey, there's someone like you in this space so you can also achieve great things because we're building a path for other people that have differences to come into the association world. So that's kind of my goal. Within all of this, I'm definitely working to build a space within myself, but also to build a pathway for others that are like me. And Colby mentioned earlier, we'll be talking about networking. So here we go. As a young or emerging professional, what's the importance of networking? I kind of see it as there's really no harm to it and you can only gain from networking and there's really no reason why you shouldn't. I think being able to meet new people, learn new people and practice your conversational skills is like the very least you could get out of networking. But, you know, obviously meeting other people, opening up new windows, opening up new doors. And like I said, there's really no reason why you shouldn't do it. I'm going to be honest and say that networking is nerve-wracking for me. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of agree. But I know that it's something that has a positive ending. It's a positive outcome to it. The importance of networking to me is just to, again, to make those connections and to build your inner community, um, building the network of people that maybe I will use in the future when I need mentorship or the network of people that I'll use for when I have certain questions or who I can invite to this event that I think they would benefit. I think it's just learning new people and just building that community. What Leah's probably hit on is, you know, 
everyone listening to the podcast is probably shaking their head in agreement with you. I think walking into a room full of people, many you don't know, is very, very nerve-wracking. And I think after having a couple years off from in-person networking sessions, it's even scarier today than it ever has been. Whether you're a young or emerging professional or someone who's been in the industry for quite some time, what you hit on is, uh, I think, what everyone feels. You know, with that said, what advice can you give to someone who's going to a, a meeting or an event for the first time? For me, um, a piece of advice that I would get is kind of calm your nerves to begin with. Um, and then I give myself a goal. I want to meet three new people so that I have almost like a cheer chart in my head that's like, okay, I've done that. The anxiety comes down and then I'm able to meet the next person with a lesser sense of anxiety and I'm more calm. And by the third person, I feel comfortable. And then that gives me the drive to meet someone else and to try to beat that. Goal. So that's a piece of advice I give. Yes, meeting new people is is huge and really stepping outside of your comfort zone, as scary as it can be sometimes, especially if you're a natural introvert like me. Um, it, it's super intimidating, but you know, in the words of like Shia LaBeouf, just do it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> just get out there, meet new people. And it's so beneficial in more ways than one. Um, and like I said, as scary as it can be, it's super rewarding. And it's, you might not see that at the beginning, but afterwards when you meet new people and start to open up and start to relax a little bit, you'll, you'll truly see the benefit from it. And I think you hit the nail on the head. Introverts can network as well. So let's not shy away from it too much. Yes. So I think networking can segue into mentorship as well, because I think that as you meet people, as you network with them and you form relationships with them, mentorship is oftentimes, particularly for young professionals or emerging professionals, that next step. So I want to talk a little bit on the mentorship side and ask both of you, how important is mentorship when it comes to career progression or professional development, or as we said, networking. And this can be peer-to-peer mentorship or having someone who's been in the industry that's taking you in as a mentee and helping you progress your career. So let's talk a little bit on the mentorship side. So I am super lucky and have an amazing executive director who truly believes and invests in my overall professional growth and development. And honestly, if it wasn't for her, I don't know if I'd be in a position that I am now and having all the open opportunities that I have now within VSAE and other programs. When I think about like what kind of person I want to be and just being a mentor overall, that's who I want to be. I want to just share that passion and share that knowledge and investing in people to be their greater selves and continue evolving, continue growing. I think that's so important. If you're in a mentor position or you're in a leadership position, investing in other people's professional and overall, even personal growth is so huge. And it's not only for themselves, but for the companies that they're in and for their future selves. I would definitely agree on that. The CEO of my organization is very passionate about our professional development, and she's given a huge bit of insight and um, just pushed me to do more and to open up and to kind of like go of that anxiety and that imposter syndrome to do more. So I completely agree with that. I think mentorship is huge. It's huge from having I guess from my point of view, from the young professional, to have someone that's already had the hard times and that's gone through the struggles and the roadblocks to kind of guide you through is definitely a huge benefit. 
it makes it very easy to know that you're not alone because a lot of times when things happen, we feel like we're alone dealing with it, not realizing that there's so many people that have already gone through these steps. I also want to go on to the point of peer mentorship. It's important to be able to build up your coworkers or to build up your friends or things like that. I'm very quick to maybe see a Harvard certificate and send it off to be like, hey, this would be great for you um, because it's important. And it's also important for the person receiving it to know, hey, somebody cares about me and they're thinking about my future. But it also gives that internal benefit of, hey, I'm able to help someone else the same way that I've been able to be helped. So I think mentorship is amazing and it's something that I'll definitely continue on with my career. Agreed with everything both of you just said, and rest assured, know that the person mentoring you is also getting a lot out of that from you as well. The mentee is just as important in this relationship in developing the mentor and where they're going in in their career journey, even if it's towards the end of their career journey. So nice job there. So shifting gears just a little bit more, the role of the, the YP or the emerging professional, it's so important to associations today. How should associations develop volunteer opportunities for emerging professionals? And why is it important for YPs to be involved in an association? For me, I think it's important to let them have a seat at the table. Um, whether that's on a committee or like VSAE allowed us to be on a task force, you're getting that knowledge that you, maybe someone else wouldn't have thought of. You're getting another perspective. That's always important because within anything, you need a different perspective. But allowing them to grow as leaders is important. I would say that young professionals are important to associations because in the future, they will be the next leaders. So it's important to not forget about who those future leaders will be and to build them that they need to give them that help to cater to them, to be able to understand the challenges that they face now so that they're able to overcome it in the future so that it's not a big roadblock and a big hurdle. It's something that they've already been trained for. I think that's important. Yeah, I think being part of an association as a young professional It's so important. And I honestly think about folks who aren't part of an association as a young professional. I'm curious, like how they developed professionally and how are they evolving and like what kind of ways, because without being part of VSAE in this association environment, I've just grown tremendously. And um, especially like with educational opportunities and just learning so many new things, I couldn't imagine me myself with the knowledge that I have now without being part of an association. And kind of like Lena said, giving them the opportunity for a seat at the table, providing that perspective is so important. Learning from, you know, the the veterans of the association industry in the world and kind of passing on the knowledge and continuing growing and into the future leadership there. Excellent answer. So to both of you, what are you passionate about? So I am huge on spreading kindness and doing things in your life that will make you proud of over the holiday break when you know people get into their fields the seasonal depression is is a real thing and i asked my dad i was like you know what's the point of it all (laughs) why are we doing the things that we're doing and he said you know lucy you know you you do the things in your life so you can be proud of yourself and i thought that was so true and you know like i said i'm huge into spreading kindness Again, with the positivity, I'm, I'm huge into that. And that's something I'm truly passionate and sincere to my heart. For me, I am passionate about hopefully making an impact in the world. 
even if it's in a small sector of the world and it's not the world and it's a county, I want to make an impact in some way. And I have three little girls, so I want to be someone that they're proud of in the future. That's kind of what drives me right now. Alea, I'll just briefly mention that you've already made that impact in my life. I think you're such a superhero and you're just, I'm so thankful to know you. I love it. And thanks for sharing y'all's passions. And, and Lucy, I also know you enjoy reading as well. What are you reading right now? And do you have any recommendations for our listeners? Yeah, so I kind of have a broad interest in the kind of books that I read. It's literally anything from romance and sci-fi to learning how to invest. So right now I'm currently reading A Guide to How to Invest in Your 20s and 30s by Joe Duarte. And it's been super crazy beneficial for me. I'm already almost through it and I've only started reading yesterday. Um, and also, if you're into romance and sci-fi as well, The uh, Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Maas, it's like a five-book series that is super awesome. So depending on what kind of reader you are, <laughs> those are my recommendations. And Leia, what are you reading or listening to right now? I would say listening to currently. I'm into podcasts just like this. Um, I'm big on true crime. So that's been what I listen to to kind of keep my day going. And of course, the VSAE Connections, I'm sure you're listening to. Of course. All the time. Uh, thanks what? for the plug. <laughs> Lay just mentioned it. You, you have three girls. And Lucia, I learned that you have a loyal Beagle companion. What makes Virginia a great place to raise these members of your family? Virginia is such a unique state for several reasons. But one of my favorites is you could, you know, reside in downtown Richmond and then literally drive 30 minutes in any direction and you'll be in the middle of the woods, um, in the middle of nowhere with like hardly any light pollution. And and I think that's so awesome. And I'm not sure if you, you can truly get that in many other states. And I'm huge into like the, um, just the culture, there's so many different cultures in Virginia. But like I said, I have my my beagle companion, Tyson, who is uh, arguably my, my first child. And <laughs> we love taking him out to the country and um, running in the woods and just spending time with nature. So yeah, Virginia is a great state. Um, I love the variety that Virginia offers. I am from the 757 area, so I grew up right next door to the beach. So I love that. And I can also go, like Lucy said, into the country or we can be on the mountainside. So just to be able to kind of go anywhere within the state and enjoy a completely different experience, I think that's what keeps me here. Excellent. Well, that wraps up our podcast today. The time really went quickly. So we want to thank both of you for joining us today. Thanks for being a part of it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, such a great opportunity. Absolutely. We enjoyed the conversation a lot. And thanks everyone for listening to this episode of VSAE Connections. Join us each month as we continue our conversations with VSAE members about life, work, and the communities they serve. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And on behalf of the SAE, I'm Colby Horton with Frank Humata. Thanks again for listening.